I'm Lloydine. And I'm Heidi. And we are the, the U-Haulers. Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so, what's been going on? What, what have I been doing? I'm saying, I'm saying what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. Lloydine has been working at the Taylor Swift concert. And if you're on video, you get to see all my Swifty bracelets that the other fans have been giving me. <laughs> Not fun. Giving, trading. We have All Too Well, the LA Eras Tour. We have Virginity Rocks. Yep, that's what one gave me. Eras, Karma. What's this blood one? Bad blood. Oh, bad blood. Mm, you're not a fan. You can't ask that. <laughs> and a bunch of peace, and then a bunch of other fun, just beady ones. So, yes, um, Swifty, T Swift, it's uh, the most epic concert of the year. And uh, I am a T Swift fan because she is. You're Swifty? Well, I mean, I am a. I am a Taylor Swift fan because she is a huge ally for the LGBTQ community, and it's They're called Swifty, baby. I know, but I think you. I think in order to be a Swifty, I would have to like know all the lyrics. I mean, I've been watching Abby Wambach learn all the lyrics, and like mm. that's amazing. Have you watched her do this? No, I need to though. She's. I mean, so, celebrities are magic. definitely showing up to yes. the concerts. It is. I'm about to get to sit and see it right now. I've just been working and watching the pre-shows, and but I'm, it is, I mean, everything I've seen, it is epic, yeah, badass, life-changing. Well, the Swifties have caused like 2.3 magnitude seismic events. Yeah, Two, I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> did you guys know you would? Co- I did not. Yeah, I mean, so it is not only a cultural phenomenon. They caused earthquakes. Yeah, 2.3 seismic activity up in Washington because yeah. of their screaming and shouting and jumping. And I don't know if that says something about Washington-specific Swifties or if it says something about Washington-specific stadium building codes. It could probably be No, we should talk about. <laughs> All right, well, <clears throat> so yeah, she's very um, an ally and she does a, a piece of her concert. She, you know... Does the are you okay and does the does like a truncated version and then has everyone light up their Capital One bracelets and it's a whole thing. Yeah, it is, and you can hear it for miles and yeah. even see the bracelets from out of the stadium. The whole stadium lit up and yeah. it is amazing. And so many, um, you know, fam. I mean, seeing the queer folks show up to. The concert and wearing, I mean, holding signs that say, are you okay? And in rainbow, there's a 70, maybe 80-year-old grandma that had, like, rainbow tights and the rainbow tutu and the are you okay sign. And, yeah, I'm wearing the the hat right now. Yeah, the flag. Rolling Stones flag lips situation. But it's not Rolling Stones. It's kind of like it, though. You know the lips. There's lips biting. She has a hat on that has rainbow lips yeah. does biting. It remind, does it remind you of that? Kind yeah, of? a little bit, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, and then I wear my heart swifty glasses. And so Lloydine's been living it up, just having a blast. Yeah, and then and after, before that, it was VidCon. And then after that, it was... What did I do? Vampire. Oh, yeah. Olivia Rodrigo music video. Yeah, so we've been getting to work some cool things. The daughters are jealous, yeah. Definitely jealous of the T Swift. 
situation. And Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Definitely. Huge yeah. fans. But they got to go to VidCon. We're trying for the the Taylor Swift. Trying, we got trying. like two more nights to figure it out for them. <laughs> see if they can join me. But yeah. And then, yeah. And big news on the coming out front. You were really, you were the one that told me it was really excited. Oh, so oh, you should oh. be the one. To you mean talk. Gabby? Gabby. So Gabby is just my favorite. I we mean, are huge my, uh, Gabby fans. She is like when I was trying to talk the other day. Remember the last episode when I was trying to say she really does like Bachelorette. She, Bachelorette specifically is one of her favorites, um, and some of the Bachelors and Bachelor Paradise. And her favorite Bachelorette to watch was Gabby. Who doesn't? What's not to like? Yeah. I mean, when you watch Gabby, it's she's amazing. she's delightful. And then when she came out, I mean. Yes, yeah, so she came out, so she is currently dating a woman, and she's put on her post, I'm a girl's girl, right. and uh, just very cute, very flirty, yeah, very fun, girl. Yeah. Um, just fun. I mean, you know, I think what's interesting to me is, you know, we, we talk about how representation is important, right? And you would think that as a mom and a person, I've been out for ever and you know it's just not something that you would think would be that meaningful to me anymore but mm. man it really matters it yeah. just really it does. Sure does and uh, and also i mean i think it's fun that gabby's having some fun with it you know she's yeah. being like flirty and it's not this big it's not it's not so serious and and again you know it's this idea that you you just you can just be gay and it's okay. I mean, Ellen's been saying it forever, right? Be gay. Be gay and it's okay. And Ellen's been saying it. She said She's it for like, a long time. <laughs> Nike and our motto is be gay. Well, I mean, let's not. I mean, one of your favorite songs is Great Big World. Everybody's gay. Everybody's gay. Yeah. Don't get us wrong, all of you people that are worried about a gay agenda. We don't really have one. It's just nice that people are starting to experience Who is worried the about fluidity a gay of oh so many people are worried about a gay agenda. I mean who who of our I mean who Who? You sound like an owl. <laughs> <laughs> who of our people I hear worried about a gay agenda, please. <clears throat> gay agenda schmenda. Be gay. No, I think honestly I think though, you know, that there there is that criticism still still yeah. present that we're like trying to convert people or whatever I know. but i think that there is a difference right between having that intent and just being authentic, authentic exactly. and yourself and out and how powerful and important that is because when you are your authentic self when you all of your pieces are out to play at the same time and you are just living your life and yeah. um, I mean, it's kind of like a big deal in Bachelor Nation because, I mean, Bachelor Nation, there have been several now with the big come out. That's right, because so Demi, who is one of my favorites from Bachelor in Paradise, yes. and she had that totally <clears throat> cute story. See, it's true. I'm kind of closet. Yeah, see, I Nation. tried to tell you guys, and she was all, blah, blah, blah. okay, so then there was Becca Tilly, and she was one of my favorites. You didn't watch her season. Yeah. Um, I think that was pre-us. Yeah. And she um, came out and said that she had been, you know, dating Haley Kiyoko and like a big deal. And then... Lesbian Jesus. And who they call, her fans call her the lesbian Jesus. I just found that out tonight. Yeah. 
I'm definitely going to dig more into that. And we learned at church this week something really interesting. Yes. We always share good news at church. And one of the good news (laughs) at church, what was it, babe? Well, there is a drag queen who was a former worship leader in her church. And she... She has put out an album that is right now topping the Christian charts. The Christian the charts Christian for charts. weeks. <laughs> she goes by the nomaker Flamey Grant, yep. which is a take on Amy Grant for those Flamey of you that... Flamey Grant, amazing. <laughs> uh, check out her songs and music. Yeah, and we should put something it, up there. The best part is I was like, when this was announced, I was like, I have to look into how the hell did this happen? And the story is even better. I mean, there was a conservative pastor. Yeah, like who just could not help himself. Bible Belt pastor that basically was like, I think it was Bible Belt, um, and her album is Bible Belt Baby, by the way. Yes. So that even made it better. <clears throat> um, if you're listening, that is our kitten. Who kitten. Just- I mean, if you're watching or listening, but if you're listening, you're definitely just hearing random meows. Um, Thanks for the tidbit, Aspen. Uh, so, Flamey Grant uh, saw a tweet that he had put out basically saying, you know, that she has the gay agenda and the, more specifically, the deconstructive. Deconstruction Christian yeah. Yeah, agenda. Yeah, the deconstruction that he, you know, was like, it's heretic and blah, blah, blah. And so he said, if you want to know, you know, their end goal, this is it. And she wrote back, end goal, we're just getting started, baby. And then he wrote back this really mean thing about basically, well, no one even listens to you. So good for us that you're not even listened to. No one cares about you. And then, you know, you're going to have to sit in front of Jesus and basically, you know, burn in hell. And like, you know, he, it was just, ugh. and so, you know, it was funny because he said, because you're forcing, you know... Your perversion on kids. And I was like... For some, <laughs> we don't really understand. Which basically, that. I guess, because she's, you know, putting out music that kids want to listen to. I guess that's forced... I mean, whatever. It was so ridiculous. And so she went and told her fans that he... Said no one was listening to her. And that we doesn't should. think that she should, you know be uh on the charts and so her fans got her song number one on the christian charts and now her album has been her album went sitting there for weeks i mean it is just it's pretty amazing perfect story anyway so flamey grant check her Uh, out look her up um that was some serious good news at church the other day no that was a that was a fun share yeah and, um, and then Colton, of course, oh, right? Colton. So we so yeah, Colton. Took his I mean, he got like together. he got a lot of he went through it on his um, a lot of clap back. But then he put out his TV show, and everyone, I was like, you know, am I going to watch it? Am I going to like it? And I, of course, watched it, and I actually fell in love with Colton because of that show. And I, well, again, I his, think you should give it a chance and really watch it if you have not. If you've been like, you know, has a on the frustrated camp. Thing, yeah. I think it's worth, uh, let me know what you think, but I think it's worth actually watching his show. Um, I think you, it's really vulnerable um, and really authentic, I think. And I think, so I didn't see Colton's season. You showed me a few highlights before we watched his bit, his show about his life after and the journey to come out and um, to, you know, to find and be with men. Yeah. And um, I think that, I think. He just got married, by the way. Yeah, I know. It's exciting. And I think what's interesting about Bachelor Nation, though, is that I 
there, it's a, it's an entire community of people that are so in love with love, just genuinely yeah. so in love with love. And so, if they feel like it's genuine and real, and it's really, you know, someone is just kind of bearing their soul and their heart, they just love them. Yeah. And I think that was what was amazing for me about Demi's story in Bachelor in Paradise because yeah. she was really missing her person who happened to be a woman mm-hmm. and they brought her on. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's because, you know, for a completely heterosexual dating show for however two decades, two and a half decades to just be like, oh, and now you're gay. Fantastic. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. um, that that's kind of remarkable and important. You know, yeah. and like, I, again, it's just this idea that like, this is a whole community of people that are in love with love and they are just recognizing now in droves that this is just love. And why do we have to differentiate between same sex love and heterosexual love? And, you know, somebody just came out as pansexual today. I can't remember who it was. Oh, he's that guy from, um, he was a talk show host or something. Anyway, but it's just this, this thing, right? This like, people are just people yeah and worship leaders and i mean yes it's it's amazing yeah so there's a lot yeah it feels like a lot lately yeah i love it keep it coming it's amazing (laughs) like just be authentic yeah be you i love when people don't have to hide yeah me too that's important so and then you um, had this interesting idea um, after church. We were having a talk, and you had this idea that we'll explore more in the future, but it kind of tied into this. Oh, Allied Day? Yeah. So, you know how we always have Coming Out Day every year? There's a national Coming Out Day in October. And, well, it's in October this year. I don't know if yeah. it has been Coming always, up in October this year. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, so we'll talk about this more because we're kind of still exploring it, but it's this. We both of us have gone through the process of coming out, right? And um, both of us came from extremely conservative Christian communities and families, and we we got to a point in our coming out journey, both of us, with certain people where we were just like, and I just never reached back out again because I just figured it was never, you know, it wasn't going to be a thing, right? Like they were going to have a problem, and it is very painful, right? Like yeah. you kind of run a fifty-fifty shot with coming out to someone who is conservative or Christian or, you know, unless they have specifically embraced this idea that, you know, like an affirming Christian worldview or that God loves the gays and not not just the sinner, but, you know, all, all of it, right? Um, you just run into a lot of instances with people where they think they have to teach you, they have to they have to stand against it they have to they have to say their peace you know because they they feel like this is a moment where they have to proselytize well we came up on that where you know sending out invitations for the wedding yeah well and i but i do think that like you you kind of i guess i came up i guess i came against that in mine right yeah, I mean, I had pretty much weeded all those people out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely had, instead of just, like, a response of, you know, I mean, especially when it's a destination wedding, right? So it's easy to just be like, you can't come, you know? I mean, so that's... It's, not, yeah, it's, it's easy so, to say, I mean, like, oh, I'm so like, sorry, And it was, like, on the other side of the world. Like, it wasn't even, like, you know, close, like Mexico or something. So 
instead of just being that or just either not RSVPing or RSVPing and just saying, you know, like, sorry, we can't make it or we're not going to be able to make it, not even sorry. <clears throat> but instead, there was ones that felt that they had to make a point of... Yeah. I don't agree with this. Like, they, part of it. you know, and they'd, they'd been in my life and since I've come out and stayed in my life and met Heidi and never said anything um but then for some reason when it came to that then they felt they had to you know make a statement like like I guess they you could tell they didn't believe they were being a Christian if they didn't make this statement and you know they even would say things like I should have said this before and and so and then this big you know statement and then it all it ends with but I just but I'm really glad that you're happy and in love and I wish you and Heidi and the best and the kids and I hope you guys have love and enjoy life and everything goes great. And I'm like, <laughs> like it's really funny to me because the whole thing is about how um, I should have told you this before and that I don't agree with this and I'm against it and, you know, but basically I shouldn't be doing this, but then it's like, but I hope you guys are well, it's happy and in love yeah. and make it and I'm like, so, but you don't or, and I always laugh because I'm like, do they just expect me to read the text and then be like, just call off my engagement? Like, sorry, Heidi, I just got a text and, you know, this friend doesn't think I should do this, so we're done. I mean, like, I know they don't actually think, but they just want to check off the little, their list or the box of, all right, said, I did the Christian thing. Yeah. I said something. I warned now it's not on me. Well, yeah. and I mean, we haven't talked about this very much because we try to stay very positive, but self-righteousness is one of the biggest, one of my biggest problems with people who hide behind religiosity, which I think is what they're doing when they do those kinds of things, yeah. right? Like, you know, be a Christian and love Jesus, right? There's no boxes to check. You know, yeah. If you love Jesus and you believe in him, you're a Christian. There you go. Stop checking boxes. You're done. You There are no more boxes to check, everybody. Yeah. But if you feel like you have to check a box, maybe don't do that with people who grew up in the Christian church and have probably already checked those boxes, right? So it's just not accomplishing what they think it's going to accomplish. It is not sending a message of love and acceptance. But anyway, all of that to say, when we were discussing it, I thought, you know, what, what, wouldn't, what would it be like to have a day where... After we've come out, right, after we've celebrated National Coming Out, and we do that as an act of not only solidarity, but an act of um, resistance, right? Like, look, there is there are people in your life, faces that you love, humans that you um, cherish, and they're gay, and that's okay, and you still love them, and you still cherish them, right? And that is what coming out does, right? Is mm-hmm. it, it shows the people around you, the ones that maybe are startled by the fact that they love someone who's gay, right? That it's okay to love someone who's gay. <laughs> and I just thought, what, what a gift to the gay community if there was a, an allies day where those people who had previously espoused or not even previously or not because, even i mean we for years every time we have a conversation and we ask talk about someone in our past and be like oh whatever happened with them and I'll, you know one of us will you know i'll be like well you know i just came out and then kind of if they were people that i knew from church that i was really involved with them then i would just let them go let well let them come to me and if they didn't then i would just assume like oh you know, they just want it at arm's length. And so I would just let these people grow apart. And for both of us, we have, on some of that, it was because it was real, right? And then other ones, it was that they maybe 
you know, there was either just regular going apart or they just didn't know how to bridge that or maybe time has changed that whatever it is, there's a lot of people that now we come in contact with that want to be in our lives and want to hear from us and love us and want to follow us and love our love story and you know and that's a lot of years of lost time of getting you know when yeah. there was someone you care about in your life and then you just kind of i don't know if i should talk to them about it so i just because they weren't people like i wrote my family letters right it wasn't coming out to them like that it was more like it became obvious on social media right yeah I mean, and I- so they could have reached out or they could just watch it and not i don't know how they're feeling about it and i don't check on it and we just kind of grow apart and it'd be nice if i mean i love when all of them come back in my life i love the ones that i you know have connected with but there's so many more out there and for the person coming out that's a lot of people that you have to keep having that conversation with and you have to keep risking risking and checking in and wondering you do, know, because, do they still love me, or is this going to be one of those really bad conversations? Right. Is it going to be painful? Is it going to hurt? So then you just spread it so out just, over years, yeah. and then that's fine if that's how they. I mean, I don't know. It's fine. That's how they feel, but that's they get to make that decision. But the thing is, I don't want to lose time, and I don't want people to have to lose time with loved ones. When, especially as the world's opening up so much, there's so many people that they just will love you and you think that maybe they don't want to you know so if they can just have a day i thought it was a great idea where they can just you Say know it. even it. if they just go on your social media or they send you a private message or they give you a text or you know well it's just so we're still working this out right there's a ton of kinks in it you know but kind of it's just a concept trying though. to start a movement where maybe our allies all have one day where they they just give a big gay hug yeah. out into the ether and we can we can walk into that hug maybe and and find ourselves you know back in some relationships that might surprise us right um anyway we'll talk about it when we're not still thinking out loud about it right like when we've kind of thought more but it's important that uh you know well and i've been blessed recently you know to have someone come back and just be like you really misread it i would have loved to have been a part of your life this whole time and There's an ache in that, right? There's an ache in having lost all those years. And, and, you know, it it really, you know, it really is, I think, over time, you just get, you just get tired of, well, I'm about to come out again. (laughs) (laughs) And it might be painful. And, you know, and, you know, we don't talk a lot about my job because it's not very exciting. But, like, as a lawyer, right, and I I practice family law. Your job's pretty exciting. Oh, thank you. And I, but, you know, a lot of times I worry with a client, right? Like, if I talk about my wife or if I say, mm. this is, you know, my life, are, are they going to be, so I just don't, you know, I don't mention it. I don't talk about it. I don't. Um, and then, you know, eventually you do get to know. But I think, I think people don't realize that there is almost a perpetual coming out that you do mm. as a gay yeah, person. And it would be nice to... Not have to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you All say the time. quite often, though. It's very impressive. You say almost, I mean, my wife, my wife to the your clients all the time. Yeah, I mean, that's intentional. Yeah. Anyway, so it's something that we're thinking about over yeah. here a little bit. Yeah. Especially with all of the, you know, coming out that's happening around us. Yeah, and, and you know, even Gabby said, like, I'm going to get off social media and off dms because i know that social media can be mean and yep. you know and chriselle went through that when 
G-flip. I'm a big G-flip Rochelle. I think I've already mentioned that. Um, yeah, so she went through that, and I just saw an article, you know, way after Becca that was that she, you know, talked to. I have to see what it was people or someone, but about you know the aftermath of coming out. And I mean, there shouldn't be an aftermath of just coming out and saying, "This is who I am," and. This is who I love, and being genuine and just like letting someone into your private world should not be aftermath. Like I'm already mad that that was <laughs> what she had to talk about. But so yeah, so that's why allies are important. Yeah, I mean allies are everything. Yeah, they really are. So that's that. We'll just keep telling you. Yeah, more and more. We're just gonna kind more. of keep putting it out there, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, we appreciate you. Yeah. And taking this journey with us, hundred percent. We have. Are we? Are you talking about some exciting stuff next? Oh, uh, I was going to tell him since we we're talking about the Bachelor that yeah. Heidi and I got. You know, you always hear about how people get these like special secret tickets to go watch the Bachelor. I mean, I never really understood how you're going to go watch it, but I've never have um, watched any of the live tapings, but. All of a sudden, I got this invite that said it's top secret. Like, I can't even say when or where, but we are going to go watch, I think I'm allowed to say what? The Golden Bachelor. Which, by the way, how oh badass gosh. is that? The Golden Bachelor. The Golden excited. Bachelor? Come on. Yeah, so we're going to go do a secret taping. Yeah. So more on that later. <laughs> when we're allowed. <laughs> All right, everyone, we love you. Take care, everybody. Bye.